welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast, where we discuss dynasty strategy, rankings, and all things NFL. So get ready to geek out on fantasy football with your host, Rich Dotson. And welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Rich Dotson, here with my fellow nerd, Matt O'Hara. Um, hey. Hey, we're in the playoffs. Hey. Right. Well, yeah. Some people are. Some in the playoffs. people are. Yeah. Some people were in the playoffs. No. Uh, who? But well, just people listening. Oh, right. You. In one of my leagues, yes. I, I won all my playoff games. I, I went down. I got buys. Yeah. Buy. I had playoffs. um. I had the week from hell in my one league. Yeah. You faced Le'Veon. I. F- not only did I face Le'Veon. Yes. I also had Des Bryant going. Um. Larry Fitzgerald going. Um, Jimmy Graham going, um, Devontae Freeman going, and Dak Prescott. You know, that sounds like. You know how many of those guys hit double digits? Tyreek Hill. Zero. I had Tyreek Hill on my team. He did. That was the only guy. Yes. Sounds like you uh, lost. I also had Spencer Ware going. Mm. All seven points yeah. from him. So, yeah, that was my week from hell in that league. Yeah, well, you know. They're not called poop sandwiches for nothing. I, I ate a huge poop sandwich. Isn't that the worst? Like, when you get to the playoffs, I mean, it happens to everybody and happens a lot. Yeah. When your team is good, you know, that's why the first round bye is so important if you have a 16 playoff, because you don't know what could happen. Right. You have, like, a really good team. Maybe you scored the second most points, and all of a sudden comes it. Just that the one week of the year where everybody decides to take a nap is the first week of the playoffs, and you're like, what the shit, kebabs? Well, it was a weird week. I mean, this was like the first really bad weather week of the season, really. Okay. And there was a lot. I mean, there was a lot across the board. That there was, you know, down scoring, I think, in in fantasy across the board. But down weather. Didn't hurt Le'Veon. Didn't hurt Le'Veon. He went, but it hurt Ben and Antonio. Right. Yeah, he, I mean, he went berserk, and then it seemed like no one else really did. I mean, what if we're in the, like this week you had like Julio Jones and Des Bryant? You're sitting. You're sitting at Spencer home. Spencer Ware. Yeah, you're you're done. You're done. Weeping into right. the bad weather, the snow. Yep. There's a lot of snow this weekend. I got well. About, I got my about, house. Yeah, I got about thirty inches. At my yeah, house. me too. And I called my buddy and I was like, "Hey, you coming over tonight?" Because it was like we we're having that party. Yeah, well, we had to party. Right. We were drinking. A little, a little festive holiday party. It was fun. And he's like, yeah, why? I'm like, I don't know, man. It's like a blizzard over here. I just want to make sure you're still coming. And I, he's like, how much snow you got? I'm like, a lot. So I'm going to text you a picture of my backyard. And I texted him a picture of my back patio door. Mm-hmm. Like, the snow was halfway up it. Right. He's like, oh, shit, man. He's like, then he texted me a picture of his yard. Eh, nothing. Nothing. Right. Yeah. Green. D- dusting. Gra- no, 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 no dusting. Nothing. Nothing. Might as well have been, he might as well have texted me a picture from Florida. Wow. Is what it looked. The sun was shining. I'm in a snow globe, sun shining. Right. So, but yeah, the weather is bad. Um, so, but it just, you know, it happens, right? It does happen, man. It was a, a crappy week. I'm how, a, good is, how good is Le'Veon Bell? Very. Very good, right? I mean, elite good. Yeah. Give me, give me, okay. David Johnson, Zeke Elliott, Le'Veon Bell. That's the, that's the creme de la creme right now, right? Yes. Like those are like, they're like, if we're talking running back one tiers, those are the guys. Because even in Dynasty, like, even no matter how much you like Todd Gurley, you know Todd Gurley only had one running back one week this year? One. That doesn't surprise me. He's had a pretty awful year. One. Yeah. So right now, those guys, those three guys right now are like the cream of the crop. Yeah. 
out of those three guys, who would you take number one? Zeke. Who would you take number two? That one's a little harder. I'll take Le'Veon. I, I, I might take Le'Veon. And then David Johnson. Yeah. So that's how I do it. Yeah, so Zeke, mm-hmm. Le'Veon, David Johnson. If you have one of those guys, you're sitting good. And get a really good return on those guys. Right. I mean, those are guys are set it and forget it. Don't even and question matchups, anything. Oh, yeah. Those are guys you play every single week. Right. Here's a question for you. Mm-hmm. Who would you rather have, Todd Gurley or Dalvin Cook? Somebody asked me this that this over the weekend. Uh, without knowing where Dalvin Cook is going, it's kind of hard to answer that I said question. the same thing. Okay. Dalvin Cook gets drafted by the Indianapolis Colts. Um, I would take Cook. Would you? Only because of his pass catching ability. Right. That's what. That's where I was kind of leaning, and and inside of a dome too. Like that's a great, he plays inside a dome. Great guy to have, you know, in a in a playoff where you wouldn't run into a crap game like like I did, you know. Yeah. Even though uh, Todd Gurley plays in sunshine. Right. Right. But they did just fire Jeff Fisher. They did. They did, which is can only help, I guess. Will a new coach help Todd Gurley? Um, hard. To, I mean, hard to say until they hire somebody. But I, I, I think so. Yeah, I think the whole team will be helped by having a new well, head coach. Offensive line will help Todd Gurley. Well, yeah, that's the key. Yeah, maybe they could teach him how to catch a couple of screen passes. Maybe. I mean, did you see how? I mean, Gurley came out and was saying basically how they looked like a great school. Yeah, offense and stuff like that. So it, it's obvi- It's obviously was time for change and. Um, well, Jeff it, Fisher's no creme de la creme of coach there, is he? No, I mean, he's he's middle of the pack, you know. Oh, about 500? About 500, <laughs> um, pretty much every year. So, there you go. Seven and nine BS. BS. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, Todd Gurley, I mean, what a, I mean, what a, like, a drop in, like, value from the beginning of last year to this year. Like, an un, an unknown drop of, like, Todd Gurley, people are arguing him as the number one fan, dynasty back. Last um, year, I believe you might have been. No, I've been preaching <laughs> Zeke Elliott. Remember, I was saying Zeke Elliott was the number one dynasty back before he even played an NFL snap. Uh, no, remember, I, I was getting people. People were tweeting at me saying, "Rich, I, I, yeah, I know what you, is wrong with you. You can't just, say this." Yeah, I know you were just in love with with Todd Gurley coming out. Well, oh, yeah, he was, out. yeah, oh, he was elite. Yeah, yeah I know. Oh, I know. yeah, well, he's elite. I mean, you don't have to just catch footballs to be like elite. It helps a ton. Is this, um, I guess, is this a good time to try to buy low on a guy that... that Absolutely. Yeah, because I, I, think, I think right now everyone's kind of in the dumper about that guy just because he hasn't done anything this year. No, I mean, so, literally. I mean, he was a running back one once. I mean, that's right. terrible. Right. I mean, you should luck into that. You know, just injuries and bye week. You should luck into having a running back one week. I mean, there's only 12 of them. You just got to beat 12 other... You got to beat 11 other guys, and that's it. Right. Um. But, yeah, I think it's a good time to buy Todd Gurley. I mean, I'm still not in doubt. He's still young. He's still extremely talented. Right. Um, you're getting a new coaching staff coming in. And maybe you can. Maybe maybe the, you know, as this rookie class comes along, maybe the allure of one of these talented young rookies coming in will be more enticing than Todd Gurley. Definitely a landing spot. Like, if somebody lands in, like, a lot of teams need running backs going into next year. A lot of teams. Right. So a lot of these guys coming in are gonna be young, fresh legs. They're gonna find themselves in really key opportunities to be the guy right away. And some people might buy into the theory of, hey, Todd Gurley. I play in a PPR league. 
Todd Gurley does not catch the football. The offensive line is bad. I don't care who this new coach is. This team's still in shambles. They don't have a first-round pick. They're in complete rebuild mode. Um, I could just move on. Hashtag two to three-year window. Uh, you know, bad luck for Todd Gurley. Great running back. It's just not going to really work out for him for what I want to do. I can get a good value here and move up and get a guy like Dalvin Cook, mm. who by the time the process is going to be over, will probably end up being the number one overall rookie pick. From all the research I'm doing, everybody's saying Dalvin Cook number one. Well, I yeah, I think it's because it's obviously his pass catching ability. Yeah, and I know like Mike at Dynasty and Mike made a great point to me. He's like, you know, I would have to take Dalvin Cook number one no matter what. Just for simple fact is, he's like, I just have this feeling because when it goes to anything with college football, I go to Mike because nobody watches more college football or knows more than college football that I know than Mike. And uh, he said he's like, I just have this feeling. And I can't get over it that Leonard Fournette's just going to be nicked up his entire career. I actually mentioned that. Uh, I can't remember if it was on the podcast or not. But... No, well, I don't listen to what you say. Oh, all right. <laughs> I also said that. <laughs> That's I had that same take. He he's he hasn't been able to stay healthy in in college. The ankle, man. Right. So I mean, that's going to be huge. His medical coming back on the ankle is going to be huge. Right. Like if so, it's like, like a chronic ankle issue. When you can't stay healthy in college, it worries me. The transition to the NFL, it's only going to get worse, in my eyes. They do, they do get bigger and stronger in the NFL. Exactly. But Leonard Fournette's elite. Like, he's elite. Right. Running back. When he, yeah. When he's yeah. on the field. But what if he goes to a bad like a bad situation? You know what I mean? And he's like, falls in a tag girly category. I, I'd get it. I mean, some people might be, you know, to me right now, my top tier of rookies, like, going into it, it's Leonard Fournette, Dalvin Cook, Mike Williams, and Corey Davis. Like, that's my tier. Yep. Right now. You agree with that tier? I do. Of tier one? Now, obviously, here in the next probably, what, probably like a month from now, we're going to really start digging deep into these rookies and start doing our rookie shows that are going to last about, what, four months, five months? Yeah, it'll be a while, man. We're going to dig deep. Oh, it's going to be so much fun. All right. But back to Todd Gurley, yes, I think he's a really good buy, low candidate. I think a lot of these guys are doing really, you know, I think Allen Robinson, DeAndre Hopkins, Todd Gurley, Keenan Allen, I'm buying these guys still. Yeah, definitely, man. They have a, a bit of a track record. Um but um, when they're in there, they're elite guys. So. Yeah. I mean, down years, yes, but still elite talent. Yep. So if I can move, like, no, obviously I'm not doing it right away, right now. I might let it sink in for a little bit and try and move some of the, as these rookie content. Again, I'm going to really try and let the the value of these rookies build to an epic proportion and get good return on them. If I can, like, if I can flip any of these picks for, like, elite players going into this offseason, I'm going to put a lot of offers in my league this year. I'm going to try and flip these picks for guys like, you know, DeAndre Hopkins and Allen Robinson. Now, obviously, is that enough to get it done? No, but I'm going to, you know, look at my roster. Maybe there's something else I can do to get it done. I'll give up my whole 17 class for a really good player and then push that that player is going to be terrible. Listen, Allen Robinson had a terrible year. DeAndre, look, listen, DeAndre Hopkins, man, Brock Osweiler just got signed to this contract he ain't going nowhere he's gonna be there throwing <laughs> passes man things aren't getting better for nuck okay come on just give them to me i'll give you a second I'll give you a second round pick what do you mean it's not enough all right i'll give you a first and a second <laughs> but no more do you realize you can get juju smith Ooh, yeah play at usc no many good players play at usc Reggie bush played at usc that's bad juju that's good. <laughs> it's bad juju. Um, let's go to some um, news and notes this week, huh? 
Uh, yeah. Ooh, before that. Oh, man. We never did because we didn't record last week. We didn't give her away our Nerd Herd giveaway. Oh, right. Uh, so this month we're giving away. Of course, if you're not familiar with the Nerd Herd, it's very simple to do. You just go to the website. You click on Donate. All it takes is $1 to donate for that month, and then you're qualified. But, you know, if you can tr- donate every single month, we would always appreciate it. You know, just paid out all the writers and rankers this month. It, it adds up pretty high. True statement. So we need a little help from our friends. But um, it's very simple. Just join the Nerd Herd, and you have a qualified to win something. And this week, we're giving away either a $25 Amazon gift card or your choice of a Dynasty Nerd t-shirt. I know which one I would pick, personally. Personal. But I'm not going to sway the listeners. Right. Uh, we did the drawn, and the winner is... This one's actually a winner that made a one-time donation for the entire year. See? You can make a... You donate, what is it, 12 bucks, and it qualifies you for every contest for the whole year. Right, right. Yeah, basically. I mean, if you donate $1 a month or a one-time donation that equals $12 or more... Um, you're qualified. You're, you're qualified for the whole year instead of just one month. And the winner this month is Justin... Tywis? Tiwis. T- I, I don't have it in front of me. Man. It's spelled T-E-I-W-E-S. What you said. Yes. Well, Justin, you know who you are. You know you who listen. you are. You're the winner. Um, email me, rich at dynastynerds.com, or tweet at me, at dynastyrich, and we'll just let me know what you want, the shirt or the $25 Amazon gift card, and I will ship it out to you ASAP. Uh, congratulations. Thank you for donating to the site. And I'm uh, glad we can get back to some of these people listening. Uh, eventually, we'll probably give back what everybody gave us. But whatever. Yeah. Sure. Well, whatever. We can't say we're going to give stuff away and not give it away. And we'll think about what we're going to give away next week or next month. Next week, we'll, get, we'll announce that giveaway. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's a Christmas season. Let's do something sweet like a Dynasty Nerd shirt and like a high five. Ooh. How are we going to airmail that high five? I will figure that out. All right. Don't worry about me. All right. I mean, I'll draw a little picture. Do a little <laughs> use my art skills that I have. You do have some skills. Yeah, I'll like I'll draw the I'll draw the Dynasty Nerds logo and I'll draw me. I can't draw me, but something along those lines. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Um news and notes. News uh, and notes. Congrats, Justin. Again, remember, make sure you join the nerd herd. Everything that comes into the site, we it goes right back out into the site. For the pays for the podcast, pays for the rankers, pays for the writers, pays for the website. We can't do it without your guys' help, so we do appreciate everybody that joins the nerd herd. Um, AJ Green, Adrian Peterson, both practicing. Look at these guys. I know. AD, um, Adrian Peterson was hoping to be able to play week 16. So he's, you know, that's championship week, right? That'll be championship week. Not that I would play him. Not that I would play him. You know, I wouldn't. I mean, cause listen, if you got to the championship, you got there without him. Right. Why risk it? I mean, unless, unless it's, you know. Unless he's playing Cleveland. Unless he's playing, yeah, unless he's playing the Browns and, like, everyone else on your team got Detroit, injured in Sam week 15 Fran. or something. Like, you know, I mean, obviously there's circumstances that you would play him. But, and A.J. Uh, Green, you play no matter what. Yeah, absolutely. If he's back uh, playing, you plug and play. I mean, if you made the playoffs without A.J. Green, well, most likely you made the playoffs with because you had A.J. Green. Right. And they got hurt. And then now if you had a first-round bye and he comes back, you're set. But if you won last week without him, Kudos to you. Kudos to you, but... Uh, That's a good GM right there. I would probably play him. So they're coming back. What do you think Adrian Peterson's value is going forward? Like, what, like... So he just said, okay, Adrian Peterson comes back week 16. Bust out for, like, he runs for 135 yards. Unlikely, right? What's his value going to this rookie draft? Because he, he'll certainly be attainable. One, 
would you even consider buying AP? And then two, what's his value? I would not. Consider buying? Consider buying him. What if I said, hey, dude, this, you know, John Connor is available in the third round. I like him. If he could beat cancer, he could beat your fantasy team, right? Right. This is a talented rookie running back. He's here in the third. I want him. Mm-hmm. I have Adrian Peterson. You're on the clock. Hey, man, I'll give you Adrian Peterson for your third. You look me in the eye. You raise your eyebrows. And you say? Um, I, I would probably do Yeah. No, I wouldn't do it. You wouldn't do it? Yeah, for a third, I would, I'd have to do I'd it. do it for Adrian Peterson for a third? Yeah. So you look me, I'd look you back in the eyes, I'd wink, I'd be like, deal. Pervert. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I think I think a, a third for Adrian Peterson is like good, that's like high risk, good return for like one year yeah, rental. Yeah, that's what it would be. I mean, you, you'd have to have the right kind of situation with your team where, where you know, you're definitely... You need yeah. a running back, even for depth. Like, yeah, right. You're in contention, and and you're like, hey, AP's just gonna be there to be there, you know. Like, and a lot of thirds don't. I mean, now this third round draft class would be better than most, but at the same time, it's still a third round pick. Okay, right. not everybody in this draft class is gonna be sweet. We're not gonna get a third round. All these third rounders are gonna be startable players. No, there's gonna not. be start bust. There's gonna be bust in the second round. There's gonna be bust in the first round. But for a guy like Adrian Peterson, who's just about done, most likely, because even started the year off slow, I'd say a third's worth worth, worth the gamble. Definitely, have, like. You know, my depth at running back is weak. Right. But I wouldn't make a move before, you know, before the draft or anything like that. to get Like, AP. actually, on draft day? It would have to be on draft day. Cause I, Let him marinate in that suckiness? Well, no. I mean, who knows if this guy is just going to be like, hang him up, you know? Like, oh, that's true, too. In, in my eyes, like, he could just hang him up. So I wouldn't go trading before, you know, like, we get into the offseason type of stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, listen to Dice Nerds podcast. Give me AP. I'll give you my third. So. Right, I wouldn't. I wouldn't advocate that at all. Um, and I bet most people won't even be in the like the looks to trade for him. But I, he's one of those players that fall into me. Like for a one year rental guy, like I'd like to have him on my team next year. Even just like I said, as like a safety net running back. Like if I just have like like right now in the dynasty, it's like I have Adrian, P- I have uh, Melvin Gordon, and I have Le'Veon Bell, mm-hmm. and then I have like you know Charles Sims, James Starks, Terrence, like like nobody else essentially. Right. right. You know, and I like Charles Sims. Don't get me wrong. I'm definitely going next year, but I might even like him more going next year because Doug Martin, he's not looking too hot as it is. But at the same time, like, okay, if I get Adrian Peterson for a third, that's awesome because I'm still starting Melvin Gordon. I'm still starting Le'Veon Bell. But if AP does well, I have a matchup, a good matchup scenario here. Or if somebody so, so happens hurts their hip or knee, then I have somebody I can plug and play. I don't know who you would be talking about, hip or knee. Could be anybody. Uh-huh. Um, so both of those guys is back this week. Like we said, I'd be wary of Adrian Peterson. I would start AJ Green. Right. Moving on. Um, speak of the devil. Speak of hip and knee. Um, I'm hip. Melvin Gordon's not. <laughs> He's not <laughs> hip. He's hurt. He's out. Yeah. So um, he basically went out of that game, and they're they're calling him day to day, but I I I'm not sure. He's probably gonna miss this week. He's probably gonna miss this week. So the guy that basically um. They're leaning on and and who ran pretty well. Ken um, Bone. Uh, who? Ken Bone. Ken Bone. Oh, I'm sorry. Ken Farrow. Ken Farrow. <laughs> sorry. Could be Ken Marrow. Which be. is kind of like Bone. Yeah. Marrow. It's a bit of a stretch, but all right. Well, yeah. Working with a guy here. Right on. Um. So he's the guy. I mean, he's like a guy that you can definitely pick up off your waiver wire. I mean, 
if for no other reason the other guy that you're playing, you know, doesn't pick him up and play him against you, he's he's somebody I would think about maybe just picking up. Yeah, it'd be weird if he was available at this point, right? Like if somebody didn't. But at this time, you don't know because guys are out of the playoffs. Maybe they're not even looking. Right, they might not be make, paying attention, and and there you go. So he could be just sitting there. I mean, kind of fair. I mean, he's five nine, two hundred nineteen yards. This guy, he's only twenty three year old. Twenty three years old. Went to Houston. Um, he's gonna get most of the carries. He's a rookie, now, right? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's gonna platoon with um, Ronnie Hillman. Right, and Hillman is terrible. Yeah, so, so it sounds like he's gonna be the guy. Right, and I know, like you know, Pharaoh's biggest problem is like pass protection. So that's where like Hillman's gonna come down on those third down rolls. But for a goal line back and, and, a, and a Chargers offense that can move the ball, he might be a viable option if you're desperate at running back. And if you have Melvin Gordon and he's missing, you're going to be desperate probably at quarterback. Another uh, another late season hit. Nothing's worse than getting an injury. Because right now, like if you made a playoffs, Melvin Gordon's one of the reasons why you made the playoffs. Absolutely. What a year Melvin Gordon had. He really did, man. Right? He started breaking off some big plays there at the end. Guy goes from not scoring any touchdowns to scoring mad touchdowns. All it took was getting rid of Woodhead. That's all it took. Yeah. Sorry, Danny. Deuces. Um, speaking of Ken... About Ken Dixon. Oh, back to back Ken's here. Yeah. So hey, Ken, yeah, Barbie. Uh, he, <laughs> so he ended up out snapping uh, Terrence West by a, by a large margin, like yes. 40, 42 to fourteen in this past game. I have I guess, one guess why. Um, he's better. Yes. Uh, yeah. He still didn't have a good game. He, he scored a touchdown. He caught eight passes. Which 40, is. Eight passes, 42 yards, and a touchdown, and then, like, another 39 yards rushing. Yeah, so overall, that's a really good game. So that's a good fantasy game, yeah. And, I mean, he's been producing, really, since he came back. Yeah, we thought he was, like, we were preaching Ken Dixon, like, hey, this is a guy we're going to, like, optimize, like, week six, week seven. Right. Well, you know, take that and double it. Right. Well, yeah, it was was the injury that really slowed him down, so... Um, I kind of, I kind of thought he was going to take a little bit of time to work his way into the lineup before the injury, and then you know, obviously got nicked up and and missed a bunch of time. I so. still like him. Oh, I like term. him a lot. Yeah, and he's somebody again. We're talking like somebody buying. You know, we probably almost call this show like some talk about some of these guys like buy low. You know what I mean? Some of these guys on there. I and mean, we mentioned Allen Robinson. We mentioned DeAndre Hopkins. Mentioned Todd Gurley, right. and Kevin Dixon. I think Kevin Dixon falls in that category of somebody that like. Buy low and buy low where maybe somebody right now they're not really paying attention because again they're not in the playoffs so this week didn't really mean as much to them stat wise they're not really paying attention um what's going on with Ken Dixon the guy just had an overall bad year no I mean no he not because not because not because what you know not because of him but you know he was injured right he hasn't been playing bad since like week ten though like he's been he's been pretty doing pretty decent since then yeah but his overall numbers in the end aren't gonna be that great. Okay. Some people look at that stuff. Yeah. They look at it differently. They'll look at like where somebody's ranked they finish on the year. A little novice. I guess if if yeah. I mean, I wouldn't do that, but I'm just saying. <laughs> but it's not even like his what give me his week ten numbers. I'm trying to pull them up right now, actually. What do they say? Um is it maybe not week ten. Um week uh, ten, thirteen points. Week eleven, four, but then it was week twelve, twelve. And then week 13, 11.7. And then week 14, 22. So every week he's ever double digit points except for one. Except for one. So yeah, he's been doing pretty decent, like I said, since like around week 10. Well, like you said, <laughs> he's doing pretty decent. So that's pretty good. Yeah. 
I, I like Ken Thixon. I'd be I'm buying that guy. But we've liked him the whole time coming to Louisiana Tech too. I mean, we just got. I've been the guy that's preaching. You know, take this guy in the first round. Take him pretty early in the first round. Well, we had him in six the whole time. Right, like right around there. It was like him and Sterling Shepard were the ones that we were kind of flip flopping on. I think, and I think that I think that I think their value is like pretty close. Like next week, I think we're going to do a rookie redraft, right? And the value of these rookies going forward, uh, a two round rookie redraft. So next week, that's what our show is going to be about. Um, and I think I think I think him and Sterling Shepard are still pretty close. Like in my eyes, like I like Sterling Shepard, I do. Yeah, sure. But I mean, at the same time, nothing would surprise me like this if the Giants went out and got another like. I feel like the Giants could still use like a big receiver. They you know I mean? definitely are missing that in their lineup. Yeah, so I mean, the outside, like a big receiver, and I think still in, you can move Sterling Shepard in the slot. I think he could succeed there, but it also hurt his fantasy value just a little bit. Even yeah. though I like Sterling Shepard a lot, I do like Kenneth Dixon as well. Um, so Terrence West, what, you can just cut that guy? <laughs> no, you can't cut him. You, you can't cut him, but you could cut him. Okay. All right. All <laughs> if right. that makes sense. I mean, you know, like if you got somebody better, cut him. Well, fine. Michael Floyd. Um, well, uh, you got DUI. <laughs> nothing like going into your off season of free agency, getting a Dewey right at the end of the year. Yeah. And I always says, Hey, pay me money. Cause I'm one week game drink away from being suspended for the entire. So, year. so this is the second, second time he's had a do. He had one in college too. Yeah. So, um, it's a you know obviously he's a repeat offender, but I don't I don't think that necessarily um, I don't think he's in like the league protocol until now because the other one happened in college. So, um, I mean, do you want anything to do with this guy? No, I would nothing to do with this guy. Listen, we talked about this guy a couple of weeks ago. We've talked about this guy over and over again. When he talked, I've heard him in the interviews. He sounds like he's got total. For lack of better word, like any other phrase, he's got shit for brains, man. And in, when he does stuff like this, it just reinforces the fact that I, I'm right, you know? Huh? Like, yeah, exactly. Like, so. I play football. <laughs> that's how he sounds. Like, literally, it's, yeah, that's how he sounds. So, I want no part of this guy. He's obviously not going to be back in Arizona next year. So, just, he'll, he'll most likely be getting downgraded in the offense. You know, that's not as explosive as Arizona's. Yeah. Wait till he signs somewhere in free agency for good money. And maybe not have a good money now because his DUI hurts him. But get whatever draft pick you can for him. Get whatever you can for yeah, him. Yeah, in this draft. Like, yeah. if you can get a third from Michael Floyd, it's pretty good value. Yeah. Right? I agree. All right. Um, Julio's turf toe. Do you got anything to say about that? Um, Still hasn't practiced as of Wednesday. Um, yeah, he's probably gonna be out for the. I mean, tell you that trip toe doesn't add up. He's gonna be he out. Might for the, be out this week. I mean, look who they're playing. Fancy playoffs. Look who they're playing this week. Like, do you think they really need him against terrible Forty ers Against the yeah, against the Forty ers I mean, give me a break. Yeah. So they may they may just Taylor let, Gabriel right. Well, yeah, he'll have a heck of a game. But I mean, they might just run the ball forty times. And, hey, when you got Tevin Coleman, I mean, you can line so the way Tevin Coleman's playing up. You can line him up on outside too in the slot. Right. Exactly. So. Yeah, but I mean, still for fantasy wise, like playoff wise, that kills. I mean, l- l- you're not gonna be able. To, I don't think you're gonna be able to use Julio for this whole playoff series. I really don't. Yeah, you might not. The turf toe is bad, man. That lingers. So like, he'll play like he missed last week. They say he might be a decoy. He's gonna miss this week, and I bet like in the championship game, do you even risk to win the championship with Julio Jones if he comes back and plays with that turf toe? I don't. I think if he comes back and plays, you do. I think I I would. 
Well, you probably got no choice. Right. If I had any other, I mean, we'll see. That's two weeks from now. Right. He'll be playing against the Panthers, too. We have a pretty bad pass defense. Uh, still, man. It's like, uh, points of death. Like, how mad are you, like, right now? You're sick. You, have, you get to playoffs, Julio, and then you lose Julio for the whole playoffs. You're like, and I got here, at least. Uh-huh. Well, you know, it's a good year to have the seventh pick in the draft. Good <laughs> <laughs> they got a first-round bye, maybe back next week. Um, So, we were talking about players that are good by lows. Okay. You know, like those Hopkins guys. Let's talk about a couple of guys that might be good by lows. Okay. This is kind of like, I know we didn't plan on doing this topic. Sure. Yeah, no topic. You know, right. But we'll just go into it. Um, Get a couple ADPs out here, here. Guys maybe that like are good by lows. So let me look here. Let me see a guy. Like, here, here here's a good example. CJ Anderson, right? Um, CJ Anderson with the ADP of 52 right now. Mm-hmm. Which is you know right around you know that middle of a hundred if my math is right if I divide a hundred by two it's right around fifty it's right around there yes um, yes so CJ so they tried to bring in Devonte Booker who I was never really big on in the first place um, and if I was then I'm a hypocrite but they you know he just has not looked good okay he's not looked good at all actually and they signed CJ Anderson in this con- four year contract some good money guarantee because a lot of teams are going after him that kind of boosts CJ Anderson a little bit doesn't it. You know, with everybody else doing so bad? Um, I mean, yes and no. Uh, y- yes, because obviously no one, you know, no one that they've tried to plug his, his spot with has looked as good as him. But at the same time, to me, um, it just proves again that he, the guy can't really stay healthy. That's never a good thing. And that's never a good thing. So to me, the, um, I think all it's proven to me is that they're probably going to go out and get a guy. So... So you're down on him, and I'm saying buy low on him. ADP at 52. Do you think you can get CJ Anderson for a late second in this draft? I think you can, yeah. Maybe like an older player. Yeah, I, see, I, I'd do I, that. I, like I, I'd I rather, definitely think you can. I'd do that if yeah. I need a running back. I'd rather take a guy like CJ if I'm going to gamble for a guy that has three years left on the contract. We'll probably at least see one more year of the contract for sure. If he has a good year next year, see at least two of that. I'd be willing to gamble on that in that offense. Definitely. I mean. Yeah, imagine too. What this is a team that might bring in Tony Romo. You know, they might bring in a. They're gonna. Will they bring in one of these quarterbacks that's gonna be available? Right, right. A veteran quarterback. Like, hey, where can this guy go? Like Tony Romo to the Broncos would be. Tony Romo, Romo wants to win a Super Bowl. That's a good spot to go to try and do it. Yeah, that team is definitely set up for a veteran quarterback. Yeah, and a, and a guy like Tony Tony Romo would open things up for C.J. Anderson because again, that this year had to hurt when Trevor when Trevor Simeon. Is a quarterback that's gonna hurt C.J. Anderson a little bit because you you don't have to play the pass as much, right? True, very so, true. And 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 you know, an 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 inexperienced guy isn't gonna be able to check out of plays and, and get you in a good running plays and stuff like that. Um, when the box isn't stacked and stuff like that, so Tony Romo could do that, right? Exactly. Yeah. So I mean, now Grant, this is if Tony Romo goes to Denver, but if a situation like that happens when they can get a quarterback like that, maybe even a guy like Mike Glennon, they sign. Who's experienced and has somewhat some talent, um, could come in there and kind of help CJ Anderson. So I think at the end of the year it might be the time to buy CJ Anderson if you get him for the right price. Now a second's good value, so but maybe you could get CJ Anderson for a third and a player. Like if you go up something else, maybe like an eighteen pick. Sure. Would you go up an eighteen first for CJ Anderson? No. Too far ahead. I just don't value him that high. No, you don't like him at all. I don't like giving up future like two year first too because you just never know. Right. You're going to be the first overall pick. Like, I made a trade in the Nerd Staff League in the beginning of the year, uh, and it turned out to be the number one overall pick. 
Ouch. And I gave up my pick, so now it's like, hey. Oh, you you received the number one pick? Yeah. Oh, I got before the season started. I got his first overall pick. I mean, I got his first round pick. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what I gave up. Um, this is after me trading away my first round pick, and then now it turned out to be that number one overall pick. Nice. Yeah, I feel pretty good about that. Sure, I, I could use it. He probably doesn't feel all that good. He probably does not feel good. But in the same, and then the opposite, and when the uh the nerd the dynasty nerds podcast listener listener league, I trade away my first round pick. And it ended up being the third overall pick. Ouch. And the player I traded for was, I don't know, it was either Gronk or like AJ Green or something. But then now looking back at two, though, like in that league, like my team's not that great. I got no draft picks. I got a couple of good guys that I just trade my picks away for that I might be able to. It's just, it's, yeah. I'm a, it's a bad shape team. You might be in no man's land. I think I got to blow it up. Right. It's only like two years into it. And here I am with the pod. It's my podcast listeners league. And they're like, oh, look at Rich. Great host he is but the nerd herd i'm still in the playoffs okay there you go you're in too many damn leagues man i'm trying to keep track of them all yeah good luck. um let's think of another guy here that might be a good buy low in off season what about a guy like martavis bryant um yeah man i actually i like that because obviously no one else there has stepped in at all and really filled his shoes i mean sammy Coates kind of did for a little bit but the guy drops too many passes. Yeah, he was a wide receiver one there for a minute. Like right. he was like a poor man's Martavis Bryant. Right, but he just he, his hands are too un- unreliable. I mean, that was kind of his mo coming out of college as well. And then he busted a finger, and and it just became kind of embarrassing. Like I mean, he was horrible. His hands are so bad; they're such like bricks. They're just chipped from the others. A finger broke. So yeah, definitely. And I think Martavis Bryant's a guy that, um, not that anyone forgot about him. But uh, I mean, you definitely don't hear as much as you did last year about Who? him, Martavis Bryant. Oh, I forgot about him. Yeah, exactly. So um, I think he's definitely a guy that I would go try to acquire. In the yeah, I mean, I think you get Martavis Bryant for a good price. I think so. Right? I mean, I guys, think... I mean, he's one strike away from you know, like Josh Gordon land, you know. So and I don't think you have to pay a ton for Martavis Bryant now. It's gonna be tricky waters because somebody might be like, "Nah, I'm gonna wait until next year." This guy's a stud. Right. I mean, like I said, look at Sammy Coates. He was a wide receiver one there early in the year, mm-hmm. and um, then we also pan. Like I said, Eli Rogers is a slot receiver. He'll always just be a slot receiver. There, Marcus Wien's a free agent. He did absolutely nothing. Yep. See you later. Whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy I gave up my 17 second for Devin Funches and Marcus Wheaton. Ouch. And uh, you're in the one league you and I are in together. Right. Um. Because that panned out pretty well. Yeah, right? was... I got two young guys that probably you know they have some potential this year. Yep, potential to do jack squat. Gonna yeah. live in a van down by the river. <laughs> Turdfergs, but Martavis Bryant. Yeah, I mean he's gonna come back. They have him. They lost. He doesn't lose his contract year because he was suspended for the year. So him and Big Ben got a rip, good rapport. He totally offsets Antonio Brown perfectly. Mm-hmm. He fits what Big Ben likes to do in the receiving game. This guy can finish the year next year as a wide receiver, top seven fantasy receiver next year. Absolutely. No problem whatsoever. Yeah. And to give up, if you give up a second there, even a middle, middle second there, which is a lot of risk, you might, the reward might be that great I, for a guy like Martavis Bryant. I totally so I think agree. he's a great buy low yep. this week. Not this week, but this offseason. Yep. What about in a different spectrum? What about a guy like Eric Decker? Um, he's 29 years old. His ADP is right around 100. Yeah, I think I think obviously due to the couple of injuries and stuff, there's a little bit of risk there. But I mean, he's only 29, which 
is still decent enough. You can get a few years out of a guy that's 29 at so the worst. I guess the quarterback situation is the only thing you have to worry that, about. That and, you know, coming back from two injuries. It wasn't just the one. It was... Yeah, and those never stop when you start to get to 30 years old. Right. So, I mean, the guy produces when he's on the field. So you got to be able to get Decker for cheap, man. Yeah, you could get him definitely you could probably get him dirt cheap you know third fourth round or something like that yeah see him i'm not even trying to give up like a like a draft pick i'm probably just gonna try and give up a player you know like maybe a package deal of like some players like a Devontae booker right right you know a young running back definitely like a young running back i don't believe in like long term um maybe a guy like Matt Jones. I mean, nobody's trading Matt Jones. Nobody's but, trading know, for Matt Jones. But like a young running back that somebody's like, might have some opportunity i think like Devontae booker Falls in that category. Someone likes Devontae Booker, a young running back. Maybe you can get Eric Decker for him. Something along those lines. Something that we know is not going to be really that great. And maybe you can get like a year or two out of Decker. But a big thing, too, there is their quarterback situation. Maybe Tony Romo goes there. Who knows? I'm going to do everything. What if Tony Romo goes there? <laughs> like, it even matter, like, does it even matter where Tony Romo goes? If he even goes to Denver, he's going to play two games and hurt his back. Very true, man. My neck and my back. Fragile. Um, what about the guy... Jamal Charles. Like, we're talking about buying Adrian Peterson for, like, a third and real cheap. Right. I mean, Jamal Charles is two years younger than Adrian Peterson. Adrian Peterson Peterson is 31. Jamal Charles is 29. And, I mean, his ADP is, like, in a 150 category right now. So, everybody's down at Jamal Charles. Nobody wants anything to do with him. I do fall. I will say I do fall in that category. I think Jamal Charles is done. But it wouldn't surprise me he came back, like, for one more year. It was just awesome. I think he could do one more year. That's that's exactly how I feel, and, I, and me personally, I would look to sell him in the year. I wouldn't look to sell him now, but I mean, if you're if you're if you're not an owner of him, he might be worth a, a quick buy for a playoff run or like a championship push on a team that's Next close. Year? Yeah, and it may, yeah, like you said, maybe if it doesn't even work out, maybe it might be that might like be a good investment where you buy him for a third, right? Right. And then you don't even need him next year, or you're out of the playoffs. You probably, if he does do well, maybe you can sell back for flip a second, it for, flip it for a second or something yeah, like that. Maybe yeah, maybe kind of like move up around on that, which yeah. wouldn't be terrible. So a couple guys there, a little uh, buy low in off season. I mean, it's kind of like either they were hurt this year, you know, guys like Martavis Bryant suspended, Decker, uh, Keen Allen, or guys that just kind of underproduced, which isn't totally their faults, like DeAndre Hopkins, Allen Robinson. Um, guys are just surrounded by bad talent at quarterback. Right. But, you know, everything changes from year to year. I mean, we mentioned Todd Gurley earlier, and we'll go ahead that guy. Exactly. I wish I had a bomb. Can you make that sound effect? We really need to get a soundboard. Dynasty value. <laughs> um, so that's it for this week. Good to be back after missing a week. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, next week we're going to get into, we're going to talk about Rookie redraft. Where do we see the rookies from this year going forward? Yeah, like if we had to do it all over again, where would we draft them? With all the information that we have now, where would we draft them? Yeah, still thinking long term. Absolutely. Um, again, don't forget some of these guys might be really good buy low value too. I mean, obviously Laquan Treadwell, right? Pretty good buy low. Yep, yep. And the guy's still talent. Again, Mike Zimmer doesn't like to start rookies. He was a first round pick right. at receiver. Things didn't look go good go well this year for him. He's got physical tools. He just needs to catch up mentally. Yeah. But I mean, same thing. A guy like Josh Dotson might be a good buy low. Right. 
Just been nicked up, man. Or maybe the next Brashad Perryman. No one is the next Brashad Perryman. Because no one's got that homeless predator hair, man. <laughs> Feed me or I'll spit acid in your face. <laughs> um, so, again, uh, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with that luscious, delicious episode. Um, in the meantime, if you have any questions on Twitter during the playoff run, you can hit me up at Dynasty Rich. I'm at Dynasty Matt. You can follow the site at Dynasty Nerds. Make sure you get to Dynasty Nerds every single day for all your updated rankings. Remember, Tim comes out with that waiver wire pickup article every single Tuesday. It's phenomenal. Uh, all our rankings are updated. All the articles, they're there for you for free. DynastyNerds.com. Um, if you want to support the site, make sure you get down there and click donate. Join that nerd herd. Um, all that money goes right back to the site and helps it out. And, of course, you have luscious prizes to win like Justin did. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. Or you can just buy a shirt for Christmas. You buy sure your, can. Buy yourself something nice. Yeah. A nice little Dynasty Nerds t-shirt. You know what they say, treat yourself. Yeah, listen. You know, don't worry about everybody else. You know, don't worry about numero uno, mm-hmm. and that's me. But then <laughs> worry about yourself and buy your shirt, yourself a shirt, because then it helps both of us. Sure. Me. You get the most comfy shirt and ever. And you too. And it helps us out. It is the most comfortable shirt of all time. It really is. And then my favorite thing is when people buy shirts and they tweet at me and they're like, dude, I thought you were like just saying uh, the shirt was so comfortable just to like pimp shirts and sell them. But you weren't joking. I'm like, no, why would I false advertise and say it's the most comfortable shirt ever? and and not be the most comfortable shirt ever. It's definitely comfy. Like our last shirts were like, these shirts are pretty sweet and comfortable. And then like after we got the new shirts, I felt really bad because I was like, wow, like I, I said our last shirts were like really sweet and comfortable, but these are like way, way better. Yeah. Those ones were like, you know, like just a, a mom. The next ones were supermodels. <laughs> Weird analogy, but all right. Yeah, you know, it's a, all right. It. So, well, thanks guys. We'll be back next week. Until then. Make sure you check out Star Wars Rogue One. Oh, Rogue One. That's where I'll be this weekend. Heck yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. Mm -hmm. Live long and prosper. Wait, that's not Star Wars. Wait, that's not Star Wars. Ready, set, Thanks for listening to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. Make sure to check us out at DynastyNerds.com for up-to-date Dynasty insight. And follow us on Twitter at Dynasty Nerds. 